The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell with News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And as always, Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union with us this morning. Morning, Jenna. You brought along another guest? I did. I have Danielle Sommerfeld with me. She is going to be the branch manager at our new Commerce Drive location. That's well, congratulations. under construction Yay. currently. Yeah, so I'm going to let uh, Danielle kind of introduce herself a little bit, give a, a little bit about her background and um, her career and how she ended up at First Alliance. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you, Andy, for having us. And Jenna, thank you for that introduction. Um, again, my name is Danielle Sommerfeld. I have been with First Alliance for a, almost a year now. So I've been in the finance industry for roughly um, 15 years. I started as a part-time teller and then was able to move up um, in the industry pretty quickly. So. And so branch manager. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now branch manager, yes. Are you a Rochester area person or a new person to the community? Um, I've been in Rochester since 2007. Okay. Uh, originally from Owatonna, so not um, too far. Same neck of the woods. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. You're a local. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have talked about saving money well, since the very beginning because yeah. this is all about financial literacy, and that's one of yeah. the key steps. But the last couple of weeks, we focused on savings. Yes. And this week... We're going to take up budgeting. Yeah. The only way to save money is probably the budget, <laughs> so I guess that's why they go together so well. They do. But before we get too deep into budgeting, let's define what uh, a budget actually is. Yeah. So really simply, it's just uh, keeping track of your income and expenses by categorizing your spending and just doing that on a regular basis. It's really simple and straightforward, <laughs> but it, it scares a lot of people away. It really it does. sounds so darn easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, how many people do you think actually, I mean, followed a budget? Everybody may say they do, but I, I, yeah. I don't even remotely think that's true. No, most people do not. Actually, some, one of the more recent statistics um, is about 32% of Americans wow. actually maintain a household budget. So Just a third. Just a third. Not even a third. 32, not 33%, 32%. So <laughs> two-thirds of us, yeah. or a little bit more than two-thirds, have actually absolutely no r real sense of what they're spending money on yeah. or where their money is going. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so what's really interesting... Um, two is another statistic I'm going to put out there um, that usually people don't start even thinking about budgeting until they have an annual income of about $75,000 a year. That is and interesting. A household income. So for some reason, people, once they hit that point, that's when they start going, oh, I should really start budgeting. I should start, you know, and they start actually thinking about doing that. You know, that sounds um, exactly opposite of the way it should be. Because once you have that higher income, you might have a little bit more discretionary money. And when yes you... and no, okay. right? So <laughs> no matter how much money you're making, you should have a budget because you have to be able to really tell your money what to do. And if you're not cognizant about how you're spending your money and paying attention to that budget, you're going to end up overspending somewhere. Like you, you will. Unfortunately, I mean, the less money you have, you'll, you're going to have to make some more tougher decisions on priority. Absolutely. Yeah, that, was, uh, that was along my lines of thinking is yeah. that it would be more crucial if I had less income. Yeah. 
because every little penny is going to make a big impact. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But re- yeah, really, no matter what your income is, you, you you need to budget. You need to have a plan for your money, and you can't just spend willy-nilly. The more you have, the more um, free money, I'll call it, you have to kind of play around with and do some fun things with, but you still have to plan out a budget. But that's the money you're supposed to be saving as well. Exactly. That willy-nilly money. (laughs) Well, right, right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, financial success really comes down to knowing how to handle the money that you have, not how much money you make. So, That is the fundamental right there. It is. Know how much you have, where it's going, and what you need to spend it on. Yes. Sounds so easy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It does. It sounds so common sense, too. It does. Okay, so I guess the logical question next is why don't people budget? Yeah, yeah, and that's a great question, Andy. I think people feel that it there's a negative um, connotation that goes with budgeting, and people feel that it might be a little bit of a tedious process, um, or it could be restricting them from having fun and doing more exciting <laughs> things that they could be spending their money on. Or it could be a little bit stressful. So they might feel that it's tedious because they have to track their day-to-day activities, understanding where they're spending their money. Um, and truthfully, it does take time to start a budget. Oh, to start it, right. Yes. Once you get it started, you'll find that there's a lot of tools, like even that we have at First Alliance, that you can use that help you track your spending on a day-to-day basis. So there's a lot of tools that we have at First Alliance that people can use, such as like My Money Moves, um, and then also any budget calculators. So those can always help be a great start. Mm-hmm. It's always just that first step. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Take, sit down one day mm-hmm. and just put down some of the stuff on paper Absolutely. or enter it into a database or something. Yeah, and it, it, it'll be really eye-opening to you, right? Like you might know that you spend a lot of money going out to eat, but when you see that you've just spent $300 <laughs> going out to eat in one month, you go, oh, okay, well, that's a little excessive or whatever that number is, right. you know, like it, it really puts it into perspective and really helps you prioritize what you want to spend your money on. Maybe you do want to spend one, you know, $300 a month going out to eat and that's just fine with you. Great. You don't have to change anything if that's where you mm-hmm. want to be spending your money. But if you don't want to be spending your money there and you want to be saving money for something bigger and better, right. it just gives you that context to go, okay, well, this is my starting point. How do I get to my actual goals from there? And I believe most people, as you mentioned, that excessive amount on a luxury thing mm-hmm. and yes. going out to eat, most people consider a luxury. I think yeah. they are a little bit shocked when they. Yeah. actually calculate what mm-hmm. they're doing with that yeah. and how much of their monthly income is going mm-hmm. toward that. Yeah, And that's where um, the rest- you mentioned being restrictive. And I, I think that before I was budgeting, one of the reasons I didn't budget is I didn't really want to be honest with myself. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to keep lying yeah. and say, oh, I'm not spending that much money on that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's just McDonald's. It's only five dollars here. It's only ten dollars there. You know it, it, but it adds up. It does, it does. and you don't realize how quickly that adds can happen really if you're not paying fast. attention. Yeah, and especially multiple times a day. If yeah. you assume that you're going out for coffee in the morning, and then you go out for lunch, and then all of a sudden you're going out for dinner with your family, you could literally be spending a hundred dollars in oh, one day. Goodness, easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go downtown sometime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and take the whole family with it. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Because I've got the adult children now, so oh, when you take yeah. them to dinner, it's no longer the kids' meals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In fact, oh, they yeah. tend to order the nicer stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's put the yeah, bill. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So how much, you know, when you work with people who, I suppose when they come in and ask for help, they really are looking for assistance, that something's happening with their finances that they want to correct. What kind of things do you run into when you talk to folks? I, you mentioned the food part about mm-hmm. going out to eat. I think that's probably the most common. Are there other things that you found that people are eating up a lot more of their money doing than they thought they actually were? Yeah, and you know, that's a great point. We find that a lot of people don't think about their budget until they need something. Sure. So most of the time we find they're coming in because they need a vehicle or they need a loan for something. And then that's when we ask them, you know, do you have a down payment for your your car that you're looking to buy? Well, no. And then we'll ask them for their budget. Where are you spending your money? Are you going out to eat? Is it maybe you're going to the movies? Are you involved in other activities? Do you have daycare expenses? What are your everyday expenses? And once we have people go through all of that, they kind of sit back and realize, wow, like you probably can't get rid of your daycare expenses if you have small children, but you might not have to go to the movies four times a month or go out to eat, as we keep saying. But that seems to be the the major one right there is the food. Yeah. Because you have to eat. Oh, yeah. And who... All right. you know, who wants to cook all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Want, I mean, we're all busy. It happens yeah. to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, yeah. you're running around with the kids. You're doing this, doing that. And mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, tonight we'll do it. We'll just stop tonight, grab something on our way home, yep. and next thing you know, you're down another 30 bucks. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. But you mentioned the something happens, like a vehicle. And then all of a sudden you're going to have a, a monthly payment, and you're going to have to find room within your income to make that monthly payment. Absolutely. And that's where this budgeting thing becomes so key. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you, yeah, I mean, if you, you can't just all of a sudden add $200 a month or $300 a month, whatever the, the mm-hmm. that payment would be into your expenses and expect to be able to continue going out to eat or buying that coffee or going to the movies or, you know, going shopping every weekend with your girlfriends or, you know, whatever it is Something's or buying that give. new electronic gadget that you just have to have because it's on sale on Amazon or, you know, whatever Absolutely. it is. Like, you have to be You were realistic. looking at me when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> but stressful, too, I imagine. Very stressful. And I don't think people understand it until we are sitting down and having that conversation. And we ask them, what do you feel is an affordable payment for you when we're going to do their loan? And sometimes they look at you and just say, well, what am I approved for? Well, no, we need you to help us because yeah. we want to make sure we're setting you up for success. And that's what this is all about, right? Mm-hmm. Good money moves. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Financial literacy. And we're going to continue our discussion about budgeting in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking good money moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell from News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobble and Danielle Sommerfeld from the First Alliance Credit Union with us this Saturday morning talking about budgeting. 
Yes. And we've spent, uh, <laughs> we laughed a bit about reasons people don't budget, but, uh, you know, it gets right down to it. Even if you don't have a formal budget, you do have a budget, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, everybody makes so much and they spend so much. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, whether or not you're keeping track of it and paying attention <laughs> to it, you spend money in certain categories every month. And if you just go and look at it on a piece of paper, I mean, that just formalizes it. And that's really kind of, I think, the important piece that people kind of forget a little bit. Oh, yeah. They, you have a budget. You have a limited income. You can only spend so much. You know, they may not want to recognize that fact. But Well, the last segment we talked about how st- people cite stress sometimes as a reason for not budgeting. Exactly. And when you describe going just winging it, mm-hmm. I get stressed out thinking about yeah. that. The exact yeah. opposite mm-hmm. reaction. Yeah, because you don't know. No. You, you don't know <laughs> what that dollar amount is or what yeah. that I might have a like. <laughs> decent idea of it, but I, I really, you're right, I don't know. Yes. And I know when I um, started to budget, part of my stress was, okay, I've set these limits or set my categories and I decided how much to put in it. And I was all like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like a law or something yeah. at that point. But that's really not the case either, is it? No, no. Yeah, there's, sorry, Jenna, there's no rules to budgeting. So if if you decide that you want to only spend a specific dollar amount in a specific category, but you overspend in that category, that's okay. You can do that sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And you might find, you know, I thought I was only going to need X dollar amount to go do this, but really you need triple X. (laughs) You can adjust that and then just know that you need to maybe take it from another part or another category of your budget. Mm-hmm. And hopefully through your work of budgeting, you've built up a cushion as well. Absolutely. There should be some sort of a savings in your budget. That- saving. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about the reasons you want savings, obviously yeah. long-term financial security, but also mm-hmm. those shorter-term goals of a newer vehicle, mm-hmm. a boat. I know I'm not yeah. buying a boat. <laughs> you and that boat. I think you're going to have one in your future. Does your wife know about this, Andy? No, no not yet, obviously. Maybe uh, if she's listening today, she probably knows about it now. But couples, you mentioned, I know my wife and I, our, our ways of dealing with money are vastly different. Yes. Is that is that something that's really common when you're out there working with folks on their financial literacy? Oh, it is very common. Not often are couples on the exact same page. We've got some couples who believe that or some individuals that believe budgeting is like the way to go and some who have never heard or learned about a budget in their entire life. So there's couples that I know specifically that would never even consider one would never even consider doing a budget while the other one does on a regular basis and they are on completely different levels, but it works for them. It works. <laughs> it works. Um, is that one of the reasons people don't budget is that disagreement about how to deal with money in a household? They just kind of say, yeah, whatever, we're just going to have to move forward without anything formal. Yeah, absolutely. I th- and I think it obviously it's going to be different for everybody. Um, you know, some people it's just easier to just go with the flow and see where the money ends up. And maybe you have to use the credit card a little couple extra times this month and you'll just not use it so much the next month. And you just kind of feel like it all evens out and you don't really pay that close of attention to it. But at the end of the day, you kind of end up spending more money than you realize when you do that. And so even if you don't sit down and write out a formal budget, you know, as 
as a family, it's still going to be really important that you kind of overcome any of those stressors or anxieties that come along with the word budget and be able to like sit down and talk with each other, even if it's, again, not a written out formal statement necessarily, because that, that for some reason gives a lot of people anxiety. But just being able to can still have those conversations about, you know what, I spend a thousand dollars at Target by accident. By oh, they accident. had so many good deals. That's cool, right? And then, you know, the the other significant other can be like, no, that's really not okay, but we'll figure out how to afford it now that it's been spent. You know, you still have to have those conversations. Um, even if there's not that formal written budget, you still have to figure out what money's coming in and what money's yeah. going out and for you, what purposes. You have to be honest. Yes. That's going to be very important. Hiding the money or hiding what you've spent your money on doesn't help with the budgeting. Are there so any you have to be honest. exercises that you use, Danielle, when you meet with folks and they're in this situation and they're not budgeting and you know to kind of try to get them to see the overall picture? Yeah, so when we ask um, our members to fill out a budget, we are asking them to do it between the both of them. Um, if we're doing a loan, we might ask them to fill out the complete budget sheet. And sometimes you're right, the husband or the wife maybe already has completed one. So it's nice at that point to show the other individual like, hey, here's where you are spending all of your money. Or here's what's happening. And they kind of sit back and realize, oh my gosh, did I really do that? So... Yes, we do put it in front of both of them so they can see. I suppose that's kind of, you got to tread softly when you do that too, because some, you know, one side could consider it an attack. Oh, absolutely. Because the wife might love to get her nails done every single month or realize she's spending $200 on her hair and then all these other things. So yes, it's good to put all those out there, but to be very gentle that you're not offending anyone. But that's something you can budget for, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. If that's something that's so important to you, have it part of your plan. Yes, yes, there are plenty of people that love to do that. And we are not saying you can't do that. That's, that is your that is your fun time and what we want you to do. So let's figure out where we can spend and save your money elsewhere. Yeah. Do you see um, couples come in where they both did a budget, but <laughs> they're remarkably but the different? <laughs> <laughs> that, that has happened before just because... To the point, the husband may have been tracking what the actual numbers are, and the wife may have thought the numbers look different. And so, yeah, it has happened before, <laughs> um, but not very often. But this is all about communication. I mean, really, that's what it is. Yes, absolutely. Get everybody on the same page and have a plan. Yeah, absolutely. Have yeah. a plan. Well, we're going to take another really quick break and talk more about budgeting and how to get started budgeting and why we're not budgeting and the benefits of it. After this uh, real brief break on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. It is Good Money Moves on a Saturday with Jenna Tobble and Danielle Sommerfeld from the First Alliance Credit Union. And the subject today, budgeting. Mm. And uh, we talked a little bit about you know, couples and budgeting and getting everybody on the same page yeah. but um i imagine there's scenarios where it's not just the couple it's the entire family 
yeah. have to open up the discussions with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, think if, if you've got a young kid, maybe they're 14 or 15, you're, you have to start thinking about how are they going to start affording a car? How are they going to start going to college? So there are things that you might already be putting into their savings account every month to get them to that down payment on that car or to get them to that college status. And that's already putting a budget in place for them. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they didn't know it. Even yeah. though they didn't even know it. Yeah. And, you know, the older your kids get, the more you can start in- involving them in your budgeting process. You know, um, it's okay to tell them, you know what, you're, it cost me $1,000 to send you to hockey every season. Like, did you know that? Like, let's talk about all these different expenses and I'm happy to do this for you, but I want you to understand the expenses that go into this and how we budget for this so that if you want to continue to do this past high school or whatever, mm-hmm. you you have an understanding of what it's going to take to continue that. And why you can't have that new composite stick right now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's just important to, to include them in on those conversations, not you know, obviously not to shame them in any way for spending this money or, you know, but keep it positive, keep it educational. And I think including them in on conversations around budgeting at an early age will help eliminate some of those um, concerns that we talked about earlier, the it feeling tedious or stressful or anxiety inducing. It'll kind of keep some of those at bay as they grow into adulthood. Sure. Becomes part of a normal activity. Exactly. Things you always have done. Mm -hmm. Um, is there a scenario where, back to couples, where one cup, one half doesn't want to have anything to do with us and the other half is on board saying, I need to map out what, how our family is mm-hmm. spending their money? And mm-hmm. is it still beneficial for the one person? It doesn't matter if it, which half it is, pursues a budget? I think even if, if you can't get that other one to be on board with you, it's still a great thing for you to keep track of where you're spending your money. Because you might be able to switch some things up or tell them, you know, hey, here's what we, we're doing. And you at least still have those numbers that can prove where your money is going on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they'll get, you know, inspired and jump on board and start budgeting with you once you kind of do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it might be common that you, well, you mentioned off air that you're a, a budget nerd and I am too. Oh, I'm a super budget nerd. I have an Excel spreadsheet, and my husband makes fun of me for it. <laughs> and my other half is not so much interested in the budget part of it. Yes. But we've worked out through communication a way to make that work. Absolutely. As long as I'm not a super policeman about it, it all mm-hmm. works just fine. Yeah. Oh, exactly. You still have to be very respectful of where they are spending their money. Because yeah. they hopefully have a job, and they have an income, and... They have the right to spend what they want to as well. And the benefits of all this, these discussions between you and your significant other and your family is more control over where you're headed, right? Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, having a budget just gives you the control over where you're spending your money um, and to continue to have open and honest conversations with the people that live in the house with you and are, you know, um, spending the money and bringing in the money the same. Um, it's just important to really be all on the same page and make sure that you're working towards the same financial goals and, you know, making sure that you do have that savings account that you're building up for all these different expenses that could pop up in life. And it, it can be really hard to do that by yourself. So it is important to do it mm-hmm. as a team 
when you have that I can't even imagine the ability to save money if you didn't have a budget. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're allocating this certain amount of your income towards the savings. and Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I'd spend the money if I didn't actually account for it somehow. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you would never know what number you're looking yeah. for. Yeah. I never get the boat. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> never get your boat. <laughs> well, we're talking budgeting. And um, if somebody wants to learn more about why they should budget and probably get over some of the reasons they're not budgeting. Mm-hmm. I have a pretty good guess that the the First Alliance Credit Union has some resources for you outside of our program. Oh, you know it. <laughs> yeah. So firstalliancecu.com is our website. You can find our uh, Beginner's Guide to Budgeting uh, resource page that is just chocked full of all the information we've talked about today, plus tons and tons of other content that can help you get started and kind of overcome maybe some of your concerns about having to put a budget on paper. Um, Our blog has tons of uh, information out there as well. So I would suggest that you subscribe to that. We um, have blog posts that come out twice a week, sometimes three times a week that are all about financial literacy and how to be a better saver or better budgeter, how to pay down your debt, everything like that. Um, Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're on all of them. Um, and we put out new content all the time uh, across all those platforms as well, all around financial literacy and sometimes just fun little things, too, that kind of... It's all free, too. It is. It's all free. Yeah. Um, of course, you can always make an appointment with one of our member advisors as well if you want help um, making a budget. We're more than happy to sit down with you and kind of show you the steps and work with you and try to help you prioritize your spending um, and help you make some decisions to meet your goals that way. Um, but we also have our budgeting calculator that you can download on our website as well. And that um, is very comprehensive. You can track across multiple categories, months, years, that kind of aggregates some things for you. So it's very comprehensive. Um, mm-hmm. You can download that. And of course, if you're already a member at First Alliance Credit Union, if you log into your online banking account, you're going to see a tab that's called My Money. And what that does is it automates the budgeting um, and expense tracking for you. Oh, and neat. helps you set savings goals as well. So Yes. Lots and lots of resources and tools available to you. And I imagine that's something we'll talk more about next week. Of course. Okay. Absolutely. More budgeting discussion yeah. on Good Money Moves next Saturday morning. Be sure to tune in. I'm Andy Brownell, Jenna Taubel, and Danielle Sommerfeld. You'll both be back next week, correct? We'll yes, be here. Excellent. Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.